What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the nine to five as healthily and happily as possible. You might notice that I'm not in the corner of my bedroom this week, and that's because I'm moving up in the world using my friend's studio, getting out of the house. Got a little, got a little cramped in the corner there, but I have a lot to talk to you guys about this week. I, I remembered my list this week, and a lot, a lot of things have happened specifically in the past two days, and I'm not really sure which one I want to start with. Um, all right, let's, let's go with Harry Styles. So Harry Styles shaved his head this week, and I haven't really seen any pictures besides the blurry picture of him at Taylor Swift's concert, but people acted like he died this week. I don't think that his hair was like the best thing about him or the best hair I've ever seen. Like if this was the 90s and John Stamos shaved his head, I think I'd be a little bit more alarmed. But people really freaked out about this. I did see I did see some memes that were referring to him as like the bald guy from Alvin and the Chipmunks and the AI was just way like, way too realistic where I don't know if that's a good look for him. Um, but I did see this one tweet that said, Harry Styles shaved his head, question mark, 1989, Taylor's version really snatched his wig. And that sent me into orbit, but I had to, I had to address it. My friends were blowing up my phone this week and they were like, you got to talk about this on your podcast. And I was like, I'll bring it up, but I just don't think there's that much else to say about it. Yeah. He, he shaved his head. I don't really know why. I don't really care why. I think the picture looked fine as long as he doesn't look like he's from Alvin and the Chipmunks. But yeah, I'm sorry to everyone who's really upset and going through with it. But on the brighter side of things, Taylor Swift's having a, she's having a time overseas. Harry Styles going to her concert, pretty cool. I guess 1989 didn't really, he's over it. They're over it. I still think that relationship is probably a PR stunt. But what do I know? The Travis Kelsey stuff today, though, I have consumed way too much content over. I was malfunctioning this morning when I woke up and saw all the videos and pictures of him at the Eras tour. And it was first I saw the video of her running up to him after this after the show. And I was like, this is so cute. Like, I haven't seen her like this in forever. And then I went on Twitter and started seeing pictures of him and her dad and her dad's wearing a little little chief's lanyard. And I was like, all right, this is really cute too. And then I saw a video of her changing the lyrics to karma to say karma is the guy on the chiefs. And what got me was not his reaction, but her dad's reaction, cheering him on and then proceeding to like dad dance with his fists in the hair. For the rest of the song, I'm, I'm, you guys already know I'm here for it. I tweeted today and said, PDA really icks me out, but if it's Taylor and Travis, I'll take all of it. I, I'll take all of it. I want to see all of it. I wish that they were dating when I went to go see her, but you know, you can't get everything. Maybe I'll see her in Miami. All right. Next thing. All right. Last, last music related thing. Here's a question that I was wondering this week because I saw a post from Jack Harlow. 
talking about how he's like releasing a new album. He's like, thanks guys for letting me take the last year off. And just because Drake released a new album recently too, why do rappers drop like an album per year or like multiple albums in a year? And most of the album is not good. Like, I just don't think that what Drake is coming out with anymore is good. And maybe, like, maybe that's just me. And I've listened to, like, Jack Harlow's last album, not great. His new song that came out, like, two days ago, not great. So I don't know. I just feel like rappers these days are really trying to push out as much as they can, as quick as they can, kind of like how Marvel is pushing out things willy-nilly, and it's not great. Where if you take, like, I don't know, just take two years. Let something happen. Write about it. Make it sound good. Instead of just... Because when you release crap, then I lose, like, admiration for you. Like, I'm not going to continue to be a fan if you are coming out with shitty stuff. But I'll still be a fan if you take two or three years, and the next thing you drop is fire. You know what I mean? So that was just a question. And maybe there's like a real, I'm assuming it's just because they keep, they want to keep up with each other to stay relevant, but I'm not. If Jack Harlow took another year to release an album and it was good, I would, he would still be relevant in my eyes. But that's just, that's just my opinion. Um, What else I want to talk to you guys about? I I saw something pretty disturbing on (laughs) Instagram today. And I wanted to talk to you guys about it too, because I feel like, the, the fitness space on Instagram can become very toxic very quickly. And I've mentioned this before. It's very easy to feel like every workout needs to be your hardest workout ever. And if it's not, then you're not making any progress. And you have to be in the gym five times a week and you have to hit your macros every single day. It's really a case by case scenario. You know, like for me, that's my passion. That's what I love to do. So that kind of stuff's important to me. But if you're just trying to stay healthy, you're not bodybuilding, like you just want to maintain your health, you don't even need to be in the gym five times a week. Like as long as you're getting intentional physical activity in and you're making healthy diet choices, I think that's great. But there's so much information out there, just like like this like go hard or go home mentality that I just don't think applies to everyone. And it it shies a lot of people away from stepping in the gym because they're not ready for that sort of intensity. So I follow this guy and I'm going to leave his name out, like his username out of it just to not put him on blast. But I think he is expecting people to put him on blast anyway. But I follow this guy that I met at Gold's in LA, which is, there's there's a mix of people at Gold's. There's bodybuilders, but there's also athletes. Like there's a ton of at the end of the day, it's still a commercial style gym. But this guy's like a big trainer. He's got a big following, whatever. He's he's a little bit older. But he posted a, vi- a video of himself on Instagram, like not even his story, like just his feed of him vomiting in the back corner of Gold's outside today. Like fully, like I did not need to see that. I do not like vomit. I have only watched Pitch Perfect once for that reason. I do not want to see your vomit. Not at all. But he literally took a video of himself throwing up like twice. And the caption was like, if your workouts aren't like this, you're not going hard enough. And I was like, first of all, that's got to be, that's got to get flagged. 
Like in, Instagram's got to flag that and be like, this is not, we should not be sharing this. This is, or like, I don't know why that didn't come up with like a sensitive content thing. Cause I don't want to see that at all. Two, I do not think that you need to be throwing up after every workout to have it be a good enough workout. I have never thrown up after a lift, actually. There's been times where I did feel like I was coming close. But if you're throwing up every day, is that healthy for you? Probably not, because the lining of your stomach's gonna be absolutely fucked. But I don't know, I didn't like that for multiple reasons. It just really icked me out. And I don't like that type of culture. I just, I feel like there's so much pressure on people these days. And that's why I'm like a lifestyle trainer because my goal is just to get people in the gym and feeling good about themselves whatever that means like get your 150 minutes of exercise in a week like I talked about last week in last week's interview you don't you do not need to be throwing up after your workouts okay I had one more thing I think I wanted to talk to you guys about oh no wait I had two more things okay first of all um I think I've told you guys about how I have a fear of fish I don't like them at all. I love to swim in the ocean, but if I see a fish, I'm out. I'm out so quick. I liked my beta fish, my RIP Pudgette, but she was cute. I don't like the male beta fish. I think that they're long tails. They just freak, fish freak me out. I don't know. I don't like their eyes. I don't like their mouths, except for my beta fish, but she's dead now. And I've told you guys how my dad has all these fish and he's definitely listening to this and I ho- honestly, I hope he is. My dad went through this phase where he just bought a bunch of fish and the two big ones died. One of them flipped itself out of the tank. It was, <laughs> it was really sad. But he's got this tank of guppies. And <laughs> I'm laughing because I don't think I ever told you guys the first part of this story. All right, this is going to be a whole thing now. So my dad has this tank of guppies and... At the bottom, there's like two catfish and a pleco. And they're just like bottom feeders. Like they eat the grime and dirt. So you have to clean the tank less, whatever. There was basically one mom, kind of like a, like a queen bee situation. And everyone bred with her and she died. But she was getting sick and she was pregnant. And my dad saw her like, I guess was watching her and like saw her die, took the fish out, performed a C-section with a tiny little knife and took out the babies and they, the rest of them lived, but the mom's dead. So there's not that many of them left. And I was looking and I was, and I'm sitting on the couch next to the fish tank. So the fish tank is right next to me. Like if I turn to get my water, I'm going to see the fish tank and I look over there's not, there, like I said, there's not that many of them in there. So there's not a lot to look at. And his pleco has a dead fish in its mouth. And I'm like, dad, I think your fish is eating the other dead fish. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't like this. And he's like, well, what, like, what do you want me to do about it? Like, they don't listen to commands. And I was like, I don't know. So now I'm hyper fixated. It was one of those things that freaked me out so much, but I couldn't look away from it. And because the pleco doesn't have teeth, it was just sucking the flesh off of this dead fish. And then it got bored. 
I guess, or, or full and didn't want to eat the head and the eyes. I've, in my life, I've never actually seen a real fish skeleton until yesterday. And I did not like it one bit. I will say if you go to the Bonefish Grill and you see the little logo, it is very accurate. But the image of its its back half, like it had the tail and then all those little like, you know how there's like the horizontal bones and then the head and the, and the dead eyes were still there. That is an image I will know, never get out of my head. And after that, I guess another fish died, which I'm like, dad, you got to figure it out. Like there's something wrong in this tank. You have to figure it out. A bigger guppy died. So it moves on to that one. And then the other catfish are joining in and it was, it was disturbing and disgusting. And I did not like it one bit. And if I had to see it, then you guys (laughs) need to get the visual of it too. But I hope that you never see a fish skeleton like that in your life because it will make you just... Fish wasn't my favorite food before, but I'm, I definitely don't have the appetite for it now. I'll say that. As far, as far as TV goes this week, I haven't really watched much. I don't know what I've been doing. I've been dilly-dallying. I've told you guys this. I've been dilly-dallying for the past two weeks, not really watching much TV. I've had like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills on in the, in the back. Dancing with the Stars, not much, not much to say about that. Um... Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is kind of heating up. I, you know what? I'll talk about that for a second, even if you don't watch it, because there's a new girl on the show, and I think I've talked about this, and she is in like a very toxic and abusive relationship with her mom, and it seems like it's been that way forever. And one of the other girls told her to her face, like she was just making up all this stuff for attention, and that didn't sit right with me. And I don't think it sat right with anybody else in the crew on the show either. Uh, but I wanted to address that because you guys know I am a big like mental health advocate. And I don't think it's right in any situation to kind of belittle someone's like what's going on in someone's life, um, especially if you don't know them, which is in this scenario. And I think a lot of people who have never been well, first of all, there's a lot of different types of abusive relationships. An, an abusive relationship doesn't have to mean physical abuse. It doesn't, you know, there's so many different times. There's emotional, verbal. I think I've mentioned this before. Um, I think it's harder for people to understand who aren't in or haven't ever been in an abusive relationship that it's not always easy it's, all, it's most of the time not easy to just get up and walk away from it. So there's this Lisa Barlow saying they're talking to Monica being like, well, why do you still invite your mom places then? And it's, it's one of those things that it's like you don't have the right to ask that or, or judge her for that because you don't understand the dynamic. It's yeah, that's that's really all I had to say about that. So in case you are watching, I wanted to bring light on that situation, but it's always just a nice little nice little reminder. But the big thing, the one big thing that I watched this week is I finally got around to watching Top Gun Maverick. And I had to th- I had a debate about it. I I said to my parents, I texted them and I said, "Arguably, this could be better than Top Gun." I said arguably though. Not like definitely. And then we argued it out 
And I decided, all right, Top Gun has to be better because there's no... Obviously, Top Gun did something to me that made me want to watch Top Gun Maverick. And like, I, I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Top Gun, but you had like 30, 40 years. So that's on you. Having like going into Top Gun Maverick, knowing that Goose is dead. That means like Top Gun did so- something to me that made me like like that had me emotionally invested. But the actual action, and I'm not talking like the visuals or the special effects, the actual scenes, I think like the action scenes were better. At the end, I was on such an emotional roller coaster. It was one of those movies. I was texting my friend like in real time as I was watching this because he's my friend's a huge like movie buff. So I was like, all right, finally getting into this. It was, I'm not going to spoil it because I know this is still fairly new. At the end, I, I think I had whiplash from that ending where everything was great and then it was really bad and then it was great and then it got even worse and then it was fine again and then it got even worse. I had whiplash, but it was so well written and well directed. What a, like, what a phenomenal movie. I do wish that I was not lazy and saw it in the movie theaters, but that's my own fault. I takes a lot for me to get out out to the movies um unless you're taylor swift and then i'll go multiple times but yeah that was great and i understand the whole miles teller mustache trend now because he did look better than he normally does in that movie so tom cruise though i'm not i'm not fully on board with tom cruise i i just i think he's a wackadoodle and i can't separate Tom Cruise from the characters he plays I just I see him on the screen I'm like you're a wackadoodle and I (laughs) I can't get rid of that um but that's all I wanted to talk to you guys about as far as the intro I have a lot of exciting stuff to talk to you guys about today it is almost Christmas season but every year the Black Friday sales just start earlier and earlier so we're gonna we're gonna talk all things a gym rat's Christmas list So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. All right, let's get into some highlights for the week. I had to think a little bit for a second about my non-health and fitness related highlight, and then it kind of smacked me in the face afterwards. My non-health and fitness related highlight is that not only did we get new Dua Lipa music on Friday, which seems to just never happen anymore, but we also got new Jonas Brothers music and new Jonas Brothers music with Bailey Zimmerman. And I have a hot take, and this is going to get a lot of hate, and I'm going to probably get mean comments towards this, but I think that Bailey Zimmerman is better than Zach Bryan. I don't know. People, I've seen a lot of people act like Zach Bryan's like God this year, and he's good. Don't get me wrong. Man's talented, and I liked something in the orange, but the rest of his songs were just a little to the same or sometimes like he's trying to do too much with his voice that does not fit the rest of the song where I'm like it like just take it down a notch like you don't have to do all of that not saying he's bad but I just think as far as country music goes Bailey Zimmerman is more country music he has a powerhouse of a voice great first album Zach Bryan's not really country to me I would put him more in like the indie category and I like him I just, I just personally prefer Zach. Uh, now I'm getting them mixed up. Bailey Zimmerman. 
Anyway, let's start with Dua Lipa. I've been saying this for so long. Where's the new Dua Lipa album? Speaking of rappers dropping things every other month, Dua Lipa released Future Nostalgia in 2020 and then nothing. We got one song with Meg The Stallion and we got Dance The Night from the Barbie soundtrack. So she was really, really hyping up Houdini, this new song. She's not not yet said anything about a new album, but I have a feeling deep in my chest that it's coming because it's you're how many just little singles here and there is she going to drop? Like at some point you have to release a new album or what's the point? No, like we, I don't want one single every three years. Anyway, I turned it on and that shit was a banger. I didn't like the way I just said that. That was a really cringy phase. But anyway, that song <laughs> was awesome. Right from the back. Dua Lipa does not miss. And if there's one thing that I love, it's a pop star. I am not ashamed of that at all. I love me a good pop star girly. We know this. And I just love Dua Lipa. I've seen her. So like, I've seen her front row. She's a great performer. I think like there's probably other other singers that are more vocally talented than her, but her stuff gets me going. I want to dance when I hear Dua Lipa and Houdini was the song we were waiting for. I I was a little skeptical just because of the name. I was like, what's what's she trying to talk about here? But it was it turned out to be genius. So if you haven't listened to that, it's been like three days by the time this episode comes out. So what are you, you waiting for? <laughs> but next up we have the Jonas Brothers. So they've been they they've had this like newfound friendship with Bailey Zimmerman. I don't really know where it came from, how it started. One thing about the Jonas Brothers is that they've dipped themselves into so many different sounds. Like Lines, Vines, and Trying Times had that album does not have a category because there was just so many different styles on it. Like, what did I do to your heart? There's a fiddle. Where did the, like where does the fiddle come from with the Jonas Brothers? But they've had him on tour. He's been coming in and out. Seems like he's been hanging a lot with them. So when I heard that this song was coming out, I was very excited. Bailey Zimmerman starts out the song very hot, and then we go right into Nick Jonas's voice, and that's where I pass away. It is a great song. They're not too deep. The Jonas Brothers songs, rarely are they tearjerkers. They're not really deep most of the time, but they know how to write a catchy song. So I'm dancing. I've been dancing all weekend. I've been in my car. I did nothing. I did not go out this weekend, but I danced by myself. So that's my non-health and fitness related highlight because I get way too excited over new music and TV. You guys know that. But my... Health and fitness related highlight. I'm going to give this one to my quad day this week because it's been a while since I have felt like my legs were actually going to give out on a quad day. There's, don't get me wrong. I've been pushing myself. I've like, you know, I've been making sure to get those extra reps in that I don't want to get in. But I was doing barbell lunges this week and every lunge that I took, I thought that my knee was going to give out and that I was not going to come back up. Like that's how bad I was shaking this week, but I loved it. I was so sore. I had a giant knot 
in my glute. So that wasn't fun afterwards, but it felt like a very rewarding session. And the whole time that I was doing these barbell lunges, I was like kind of scared before. Like I was like, I'm going to take this step, but I don't know if I'm going to come back up from it. And I was doing walking lunges too. So I was like, if I go down, like this is either going to go well or it's going to go very badly. The only thing that got me through that set was telling myself that the pain that I was feeling was not nearly as bad as how Amy must have been feeling the day after that marathon. So it got me through, humbled me for a little bit, but those, those sessions always feel the most rewarding. So I wanted to bring that up because honestly, I am proud of myself for pushing myself through torture like that. It's like a fun torture. I don't know. It's, it's very masochistic, but I liked it. But yeah, those are my highlights for the week. Okay, so I talked about this last year and it was a pretty popular episode amongst you guys. So I was like, you know what, we're, we're going to do it again because I like talking about items that I can buy online and doing my research for this episode kind of got me out of my, it got my, my online shopping fix out of the way for me. I did not purchase anything today. I did purchase some of the stuff on this list earlier last week, but that's not the point. Um, last year I brought to you guys a list of, of gifts to get a gym rat for Christmas. And I know it's what the second week of November, but Black Friday deals are, they're, they're here. They've, they've been here. I've started to get my Christmas shopping done just because, um, you know what, the quicker I can get it out of the way, like I don't need to be online shopping for all of November and December because I will get myself into trouble that way. But whether you're trying to create a Christmas list for yourself or you're shopping for somebody in your life that is a gym rat, I got, I got you covered. Because I know all year round, I could come up with a million things that I want or dramatically need. But then when someone's like, hey, what do you, what do you want for your birthday or for Christmas? I draw a blank. And suddenly I can't think of a single thing that I like at all. So... I broke some I broke some stuff down into categories. Obviously, you can't go wrong with getting a gym rat, gym clothes. Obviously. But what gym clothes? So I wrote down my favorites and I broke it down into like leggings, sports bras, miscellaneous, that that whole kind of thing. So here's a list of my favorite leggings. And I think that these are super flattering and can be flattering for all body types. Um what I really like about Petula's website is they have models that have different body types. So you're not just seeing it on like a stick thin girl. I used to hate that about Gymshark. And like I, I go shopping on this site called Addicted for like regular clothes. And all of the models are like super skinny Bella Hadid style bodies wearing these low rise skirts. And I'm like, okay, that's great that I could see how it looks on this girl with 15% body fat, but what does it look like on a normal person? That's what I would like to see. So I like that the websites have that type of variety, but as far as leggings from Petula, my two favorites are the Bear Pro and the Sierra. So the Bear Pro, I actually have them on right now. These are definitely, the whole Bear Pro collection is definitely a winter staple because the material, I don't really know what you would call it, but it's not one of those like 
silky materials like like the Lululemon aligns. It's a little bit warmer. So if I'm going to be outside, like last week I wore these when I went to the New York City Marathon because I knew they were just they were going to keep me a little bit warmer than the Sierra leggings. The Sierra leggings are more of that silky smooth type material. So I like both. You know, they're basically like the the actual style is pretty much the same. It's just the material that's different. I like them both. I don't really wear the Bear Pros too, too much in the summer because it, like I said, they are a little bit warmer. The Sierras I'll wear all year round. Those are definitely my two favorites. And I am five foot two and three quarters because the three quarters matters. And I wear the 23 inch, but they have different lengths for different size gals, which I also appreciate because I remember in the early days, like my first pair of Gymshark leggings, my first few pairs, I always had to roll up the bottoms because they just did not make them short people friendly at all. And now they do. We're tall people friendly. It's really like you had to be a good five, 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 six. Otherwise, it didn't work for you. Um, but those are, so really the two, the two main brands that I've been wearing these days is Petula and Violate the Dress Code. From Violate the Dress Code, I love the Synergy leggings. I have them in blue. They're all over my Instagram. They're very flattering. I think that they're similar to the look of, um, the Alphalete, what is it? Like the Alphalete Seamless or whatever they're called leggings, you know, the, the popular ones that everyone wears. I find these to be more comfortable, though, and the blue is just such a pretty color, honestly. And you could see that all over. But I like that one, and then I like the Vice legging. And Alphalete does make a legging very similar. It has the crisscross in the front, so it's a little bit different. Belly button does peek out, so if you're not a fan of that, then I would not not put that on your list. But both leggings have a nice little butt scrunch and... You guys know how I feel. I will not buy a pair of leggings that gives you a unibut. I will not do it. And I will not tell you guys to go get a pair of leggings with a unibut. So those are some leggings you could put down on your list. As far as bras from Petula, I like the Simply Bear bra. Same material as the Bear Pro. So that that can go as a nice little set together or just on its own because it's pretty plain. The Jessica bra is another favorite. And then I think my absolute favorite is a scoop neck bra. The What I like about this one is it's not very long. I have absolutely no torso. It just wasn't, wasn't in my chromosomes plans, I guess, for a torso. So I don't like sports bras that go too long because there's just not enough of a gap between where the sports bra ends and the legging starts. And it just makes me look very stubby and I don't like it. The scoop neck bra is a relatively short bra. And then the whole back is open. So when I wear it on like a back or a shoulder day, it's all out there. And I love that. I love a good sports bra that shows off my back because I work hard for it. Okay. So those are the ones that I like from Petula and then from Violate the Dress Code. The Comfy AF bra is exactly what it sounds like. The Triple Threat bra and the Victory bra. Victory bra looks great. You can't go wrong with that one. But the Triple Threat bra, I've actually worn out to the bars before, which 
I love. Um, I've paired it. You guys could probably see it on my Instagram. I'll wear it with skirts. I'll wear it with jeans. So I feel like I'm getting, like, you're getting your money's worth out of that one. If you were to put one of these sports bras on your list, I would choose that one. Because you could wear it out. You can crisscross it in the front. You could do two normal straps. However you're feeling. I, I think it's, that one's really worth your money. Um, and then anything from the Sweeney collection from Petula. I already, you guys could look at that on my YouTube. I've already talked to you guys about it. I'm not going to go balls to the walls here explaining the whole collection. But if you're a fan of Sam and Noel Sweeney, this is, this is your opportunity to jump on that. All right, moving down the list. We're still, I promise this list is not all closed, but we have a lot to cover. Athletic dresses and skirts have been a huge thing this past year. I was a hater until I got one and then I realized it's the best thing ever and I could also wear it to work. And they're great because they have shorts on underneath. The, what is it? It's the sport dress from Petula is my favorite thing. It's very... It has great support. I've worn this hiking. I wore it to Disney. It's one of those dresses that it's like I could wear doing physical activity, but I could wear it with a jean jacket. I've worn it with a cardigan and worn it to work with sneakers. Definitely not a winter thing, more of a summer spring thing, but they're on sale now. So if you've had your eye on it, put it on your list or snatch it up yourself. Petula also has the slim fit dress and the bear dress. So the bear dress is more of like a a mini fit, but the same material as the bear pro leggings and bra. And then the slim fit dress is like a midi dress. So I'm not going to be working out in either one of these. I don't, I don't think that's what it's for, but it's very flattering for yeah, it's, it's made in the same material that you would work out in. So it's very comfy and they're just like staple timeless pieces that are never going to get, they're, they're not going to go out of style. A, a small black dress is never going to go out of style. Um, let's see. So that's that fit jeans. If you're looking for, if, if you've had fit jeans on your mind, remember to put that one down on your Christmas list. They are having a black Friday sale and you guys have heard me rant about this too. These are the only jeans that I found that fit my thighs, butt, and my waist. And I can sit and stand in. Sitting jeans are so important, especially when you work in an office. I cannot stress that one enough. <sighs> Moving down the list, lounge, matching lounge sets have been super popular the past like year and a half. I like them. I feel like I have my shit together. When I'm in a matching set, I can be the hottest of messes, but if I'm wearing a matching top and bottom, I, I feel like I have it together. And I've told you guys, I've, I've worn it on the show. The favorite sweatshirt and the favorite sweatpants from Petula are quite literally my favorite things ever. So it's the, it's an appropriate name. I actually just ordered, I think I ordered another full set. I don't know. I buy these things and then I black out and I forget. So I'll show you when it comes, but they are my favorite pieces of loungewear ever. So comfortable. And the sweatpants match with either a, like a front pocket hoodie or a cropped zip up. You can get both. You can get one. 
everyone can, whether you're a gym rat or not, you deserve this set. So that's one of my favorites. And then from TLF Apparel, they have the Reset Collection. So they have sweats, sweatshirt, a zipped crop up, and shorts that are all like can all be part of a matching set. Same type of vibe. I I have the Reset oversized joggers and the Reset oversized crop zip up, and I'm wearing them all the time. I had somebody came up to me in my gym yesterday and was like, "Thank you for posting about this because I got the crop zip up and now I will be wearing it every day." And I said, "Well, me too. So we'll probably be matching quite often." But you're definitely going to want to put those on your list. All right, now we're moving away from actual gym clothing. Um, under the desk bikes are are a pretty cool gift. They're cheaper, typically cheaper than um, the under the desk treadmills or like the walking pads. I have one that's literally just two pedals. It's great. Like if I don't want to do cardio at the gym or if I'm like in a meeting I cannot sit still for the life of me it's a problem so having that when I'm in like these long like recorded meetings where my camera's off is such a savior so I could be moving my body and it fits I just fold it up and it fits right under my desk and takes up no space you can find pretty cheap ones too so that's a good gift long and short resistance bands you can never go wrong. I have mine from upper gear so they don't snap, but long resistance bands have so many uses, especially if you're someone who works out from home. You can wrap them around something. You can close them in a doorway. That's basically what got me through COVID. So I'm a strong believer that everybody needs a pair of those. Lane 8 sneakers. These are my favorite sneakers. They're sustainably made, so I feel good about it. <laughs> you know, it's like, like that's my... Good. I, I have been trying to buy more sustainable clothing. I have been making a conscious effort. So this is part of my contribution towards that. But I have the HIT trainers and the white ones that I have, I wear everywhere. I wear, I just, I, they've kind of replaced my Vans in a way. I don't see myself wearing my Vans as often because I love these sneakers. And I think I've talked about them before. But I have a skinny ankle. My, like, I'm surprised these things have never snapped. And I like that these sneakers don't look too big. Like they're not big and clunky. So they don't make me look like I have a chicken stick leg. It looks very natural. And you can't go wrong with the white. I actually just ordered them in turtle doves. So that will be coming in soon. Theraguns or a Theragun knockoff. You can get them on Amazon. I actually got my dad one for his birthday because there was one on sale great gift. Everyone could use one. I love mine for when I have huge knots in my trap. I used it last week when I was, when I had a huge knot in my glute, like I said in the intro. Um, there's not really, not really much else to say about that. Y'all know what a Theragun is. Smart jump ropes. I've only heard of these recently and I'm not really sure too much what it does. I'm going to assume that it's holding on to the handles tracks like your heart rate and how many calories you burned and stuff. I've been on a boxing kick. You guys know this. So I've been on the market for a good jump rope, trying to get my endurance up and get a little quick on my feet. So I think I am going to put one of these on my personal Christmas list. I like out anything that I can track. How accurate is that technology? I'm not really sure. But if we have it, I'm going to use it to my advantage. 
Uh, this is another cool one I saw. You can get it on Amazon, and apparently there's some deals going on. An acupressure mat and pillow set. So that kind of goes along with the Theragun, like along the lines of recovery and relief, because we could all use that every once in a while. I think even if you don't, you know, if you have a physically like laborious job, it's probably a probably a nice thing to get. The Lulu fanny pack. Every girl probably already has one, but you know, you can't go wrong with two. Actually, my best friend got me a white one because all I had was a black one. All I had, like, I'm so, I'm so unfortunate. Um, but no, th- these are super, super popular. They're becoming even more popular. I've seen little Sherpa ones. Um, if you do not know what to get someone, you're really struggling and you want a gift that's like $30 or under, I would get one of those. Or you can probably get a dupe from elsewhere. A Nexus scale. I have, I don't think it's the Nexus brand, but I have a different brand. These are the scales that can measure like your body fat percentage um, and whatnot. The one that I had, I was a little skeptical. You know, I'm like, I don't know how accurate that's going to be compared to like when I go do the in-bodies and I know there's like, those scales work off of uh, bioelectrical impedance analysis. So basically it shoots up little currents throughout your body. Um, I measured myself on that scale and then went to go do an in-body and the body fat percentage was the same. So they might not be 100% accurate, but I think it's a really good way of measuring your progress, especially because so many people jump on a scale and are like, oh my God, I'm this weight. I gained five pounds. It's like, all right, let's break it down and let's see what's your body fat. Let's see what your skeletal muscle mass is. Like that's, those are the numbers we should be paying attention to. Um, a meal subscription. If you don't want to buy something physical, if you're just getting like, you can get a meal subscription or, or give someone a subscription to something like Peloton or like the Whitney Simmons app. You know, I love the Peloton app and you guys know I've been raving about this. If you have a friend that struggles with meal prepping or it's just too expensive, you can get them a gift card to one of these things. And that's Nice and easy, you know, even if you give them 20 bucks, that pays for like a month of month or two of Peloton. And that's, I mean, I would be happy if somebody did that for me. I'm just saying. Um, the Modern Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding. I put that one on there because I feel like a lot of people don't know where to begin trying to learn stuff about the gym and just how your body works. And it's a little bit outdated. I think Arnold revised it in the 90s or the 80s. He revised it once, but he has not revised it in the last like 20 years. Um, But it is a good starting place to learn. You know, and it's it's something that you can refer back to rather than having a conversation with someone, too. So if you don't want to pay for a trainer or you're overwhelmed by what's on the Internet, it's a hefty book, but... You can flip through the sections and it'll teach you a lot. And then the last thing that I have. Oh, no, wait, I have two more things. The Wolfpack backpacks are super popular these days. I have one and I have a little knockoff one, too. I'm not going to lie. Those are like the trending gym bag right now. So if you're looking to get your gym rat friend something a little special, I'm sure they'd be very pleased to, to have those. I also take mine when I travel with me because it just fits so much shit in it. I think I've told you guys this and people make fun of me. 
they're like, what do you have in that thing? And I'm like, it's quite literally none of your business what I have in this thing. But those are the new trends. So if you see a sale, I would, I would grab one up for someone you're thinking of. Um, and then you can't go wrong with like a lifting belt, a barbell pad, ankle straps, wrist wraps, all those gym accessories. I like mine from Upper Gear. I would recommend getting somebody something from Upper Gear rather than off Amazon just because they're more durable and they're going to last longer. Like you don't want to get someone like a foam barbell pad that they're going to rip through and then it's like, all right, cool. Thanks for giving me this gift that I got use of for two months, you know? So I would check out Upper Gear's website. And then the last thing, if you want to get a little, just like a little accessory, a little stocking stuffer, fuzzy claw clips. I actually have one in my hair right now. Here, I'll do a little rotate. I picked it up in Austin. Um, I always wear claw clips most of the time when I'm working out, but they have little Sherpa ones now that are cute for winter. I'm sure, you know, you can't go wrong with any sort of hair ties, bobby pins, headbands for a gym wrap, but these ones are just cute and something that they could use because it's in season, adds a little, adds a little bit of flair, but yeah, those are, those are some gift ideas. Those are the stuff that I'm personally loving or stuff that I want to put on my list. I'm definitely going to be putting that smart rope on my list. I think that the gift card idea, like getting a meal subscription is super helpful for people. Um, but yeah, let me know if there's anything that you have that I could mention on next week episode that you're like, oh, this is on my list. Um, or if you get anything for Christmas, but yeah. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. Stay tuned next week where hopefully we'll have an interview, but I got to get my life together and plan that out. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at Confessions of a Gym Rat. Subscribe on YouTube and find me on Instagram and TikTok at Lifts with Liz. I hope you have a happy, healthy week. Get your butt up. Do some movement. You just need 150 minutes and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>